0: Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. And things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Due to its high rates of inflation and unemployment, a very conservative leaning think tank has ranked Canada the sixth most miserable country in the world. Oh. <laughs> Oh. So the Fraser Institute, they uh, they run numbers. They're 35 countries rank on the misery index. Oh, man. It's an economic measure based on two things that really do suck, and that's inflation, which anybody who's been grocery shopping of late, you'll notice. Yep. Uh, and unemployment rates. Spain, the most miserable place, followed by Greece, Italy, even Iceland. Really? With all those baths and beautiful wow. weather and... I they had it all figured out. Geothermal, geothermal like mm-hmm. their hydro bills, like a big hydro bill is $20 yeah. a month. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised. Now, on the other end, Japan, Switzerland, the least miserable countries. Apparently, the places to live. Switzerland usually right mm-hmm. in the middle. The yeah. The chocolate, the mountains, yeah, the skiing, oh yeah, absolutely. and then summers are, are glorious. Yep. The sound of the music like Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but France, the U.S., and Australia and U.K. were all less miserable than Canada. Wow. I don't know. I've seen some news coverage of America. And I, I, I love I love America. Overall, I love the people. I can't agree with the politics and the approach. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who the president's or who the leadership is. Yeah, There are parts of America I love. It's beautiful. It's diverse. They're, at the root of it, so many people there are good, wholesome, nice, caring people. But unfortunately, we highlight a lot of the idiots. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, we do that in Canada, too. My concern is, do we know where this study was based out of? Fraser Institute is a Canadian. It is Canadian. Yeah. And when you put yourself in that spot, yeah. they're, they're very unbiased. They're, they are a facts-based. Well, that was Here's my concern where was that a lot of people outside of Canada see Toronto and assume that's Canada. Right. You know, right. Toronto itself, pretty miserable because <laughs> of all of those reasons, yeah. it's impossible to find a decent place to live there. Yeah. Homelessness is a huge problem. Job security, job uh, opportunities yeah. all low So yeah, but I mean There are plenty of other places in Canada Where it's not quite so dire, it seems To make us number six Lord. I, That's a toughie it, it is, It does again, but you average out all the numbers Of all the spots across the, the yeah. country and, and there we are, unfortunately How does this get turned around? Well, it's simple They'll have to raise interest rates Which will cool inflation But then that's going to also cool the economy mm-hmm. So it's the old damned if you do, damned if you don't However, there is, I don't know where it's coming from, but there seems, and even the Fraser Institute part of the end of the report said there's underlying optimism that 2022 to start with some bumps, but to close out and the country really moving forward rapidly. Oh, good. So the fact they put some optimism, which is not required when you're facts and database. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's go on that, people. Yep. But right now, we're not there. I, I don't think it'll be part of Tourism Canada's pamphlets no. or on the website. But we're sixth on our list. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. The style trends for 2022. So th- there is an upside to having some restrictions. You're out less. You're not doing dinners. You're not going out to do stuff with friends. And, and you don't necessarily need to look. Because there's a lot of business like casual, and then we'll lean heavy on the casual part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I mean, the amount of people working remotely. How about this though? And maybe this is a summary of being in a pandemic for almost two years: mullets and goth business casual for 2022. <laughs> that, uh, that how is that all making one sentence? I don't know Mullets and I don't goth know. business casual So this leans to Pinterest They gathered all the search results That people were pulling out of the last little bit of, of 2021 And then into 2022 So their internal search data Mullets are on the list Along with night dresses So women are, are, are changing what they're sleeping in There's bedazzled accessories Tooth gems Pearls apparently are coming back for jewelry I see this. I'm looking it up now. Uh, vibrant, colorful outfits, luxury makeovers to non traditional spaces like uh, basements are getting a real top notch upgrade. Garages, because people hanging out more there. Laundry yeah. rooms. Yep. Hellenistic jewelry. So, uh, it, 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 it kind of like uh, Greek, uh, Greek decor, ancient Greece. Oh, wow. And goth business casual. Docks, sales for docks, year to date, are up 200%. What does that tell you? A lot of... Uh, We're all struggling with our mental health. Is that what this is I, th- I would say so, yeah, for sure. <laughs> trying to get back to Ty, like it's... Man, we are just trying to dress up our dopamine as much as possible. Uh-huh. This is this is interesting. I get like Beetlejuice vibes, Tim Burton vibes Thank from you. a lot of this stuff. Thank you. And I, I'm at the age now where I will not buy other items or cut corners in other areas... To ensure that I can put more money into comfortable, well-built shoes, boots. Okay. Slippers. Yep. I, I I received one gift for Christmas. I said, don't waste your money on anything else. I wanted a pair of UGG slippers. They were $89. Okay. Yep. I have received those slippers. And now you're a happy man. Oh, my. A happy, comfortable man. Oh, with someone with cold toes, especially in the winter. Mm. I don't take well to someone else in the house wearing them, going, Do you want a pair of your own? Yeah. Because I'll buy them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But every other set of feet in my house have slid into those slippers. Really? And I'm not cool with it. So now when I don't don't wear them, I'd wear them to work. (laughs) Who's going to... We're not going ma- to be bothered if, by it. If I had a little mat here where I put my outside boots and then I slipped yeah. This of some slippers. Perfect. <laughs> hey, if Mr. Rogers can have a wardrobe yes. change, so can you. I'm uh, I'm curious about all of this. The big thing for, for women's hair, apparently going back to the bob, going like that that short, they're calling okay. it a rebel cut. Oh, like, okay. like, enough of my long hair. I'm tired of buns and top knots and ponytails. I just want to feel and look different. Benny, They're even suggesting that short hair mohawks are returning. Did they ever leave? I thought they did. Like, yeah. like a like I think a, Affliction T-shirt, leather bracelet, mohawk sort yeah, of thing. Like yep. just kind of yep. done up. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, maybe um, they did go away for a little while. We call it plaid in America. They call it more so checkerboard. Okay. Massive return. a, a very grungy look. Yes. To 2022. So I have some beef with my wife who. Made me get rid of all my plaid I'd say like Not even that long ago Like last year The year before Where she's like Nobody is wearing plaid anymore It's such a It was like an early 2000s Early 2010s maybe It was a big thing again Yeah She's like Just get rid of it You can't wear it anywhere You look like You haven't Had a wardrobe update In like 8 years Which She's not wrong In (sighs) that sense (laughs) But we got rid of it all And now we're seeing it All over the place again I could have still been Well, not fashionable, but at least on trend. Well, Benny, it's about to get real expensive in your life. No kidding. You need to replace all the things you just do donated. Exactly right. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Fashionistas, no, but uh, I would say some pieces, very untrended in style, thanks to just, well, whether it be spouses, friends, and the internet, a combination of all things. Pinterest has put out some new information about style trends for 2022. Will include mullets and goth business casual. When this whole return to work thing happens, for those who are working at home, you are going to shock some people. <laughs> There'll be a new rebel cut, so a lot going with uh, some hairstyles. That in itself, a hundred ninety percent increase in the last year in searches. I, I feel like the whole "I want to have a new vibe and look." So many people, like think of our, our sales team, for example, Benny. We haven't seen them in what will be two years. It's you true. Coming up in March One of our best buddies And production guy Haven't seen him in forever Haven't seen our boy Scotty Yeah It's It has just been a weird time For so many So this doesn't surprise me That people are What's the Just I don't want to say letting go But it's like all this Everything on the inside you want to you get this big dopamine rush. So you, you clearly want to gain some attention in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Checkerboard. So again, that's the American take on, on, on plaid and, and those variations. But suits... Pattern suits becoming a massive thing. Just checkerboard check patterns in general. searches up 160%. Wow. They also said vibrant colors will be the it thing. They're, they're basically calling dopamine dressing. People want to oh, go back. Oh, that's fun. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't feel like you're being me and me? Hey! Yeah. <laughs> See, we thought that the Roaring Twenties was going to start last year. We didn't expect yeah. everything to last quite this long. <laughs> yeah. so once it does, though, think of like the zoot suits in those old... Like 1920s, you mm-hmm. think of like the clubs, those crazy gigantic fedoras, and I love it. I think that's what we're gonna get back to. The interesting thing, too, is sleepwear, well, where for many it's been. Old T-shirts, old jogging pants, mm-hmm. even yoga's for that matter. But now it's um it's gone back to very lacy and lingerie-like, just for I might as well be as comfortable as possible. Is that comfortable though? <laughs> <laughs> I guess satin feels real good. I've hey, well, never never had a T-shirt of any or oh, oh, sorry button-up satin shirt. Satin boxers, hey buddy, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I shouldn't say that. I think I got a pair in grade eight from uh, my girlfriend Jamie McDougal. <laughs> but I can't remember how good that felt. <laughs> Everything felt. I think good it back would feel a little different now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, if you're still working from home and you're looking for things to do, apparently you're going to call your closet. You're going through and changing a bit of your a bit of your look. There's a ton of new fabrics and 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 just patterns and and the vibe and the feel of what people want. Where are band T-shirts in this list? Are they still uh, still a good thing? I feel like they're pretty neutral. They're yeah, they're always there. They're, they're always there. Yep. It's does true. anything beat a look of a a nice band T-shirt, uh, some well uh, fitted jeans, a nice pair of shoes? No, I don't think you can go wrong All with that need. look. Yep. But yeah, bob cuts they're they're making a massive return, and uh, apparently short hair mohawks too. So you've got some options. 2022 is going to look different. I mean, it sure to hell feels different. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's, it's Get On Virgin Radio. Backstage Ben. And for Laura, it is the Backstage Bulletin. We've been discussing it all morning. You've got such great musical dramas such as Rocketman, Bohemian Rhapsody, sweeping the awards. You got Ray, Walk the Line. Those were amazing Oh too. Jimmy Foxx was so good in Ray. So good. How about Daniel Radcliffe? Harry Potter himself as Weird Al Yankovic. You know, it's a thing. It's going to happen. Is it a good thing? (laughs) It's on the Roku channel. We will see. I am a, am a, a casual fan of Weird Al. Right. The songs are funny. Great musicianship. He himself, I think, is a very good dude. Like he seems like a very—he's well liked. no right. bad stories about the guy. But uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe is going to be on the Roku channel. It is now. I, what I didn't realize is—is is it's produced by Funny or Die. So we're looking. I'm thinking more of like a Dewey Cox story. You know, Walk okay. the lo- uh, Walk Hard, with uh, John C. Riley. But again, that movie is is a perfect example of a parody of one of one of these movies. Right. But I don't know. I think it's. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to check it out. Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al. Weird Al said, I am absolutely thrilled that Daniel Radcliffe will be portraying me in the film. I have no doubt whatsoever that this is the role future generations will remember him for. <laughs> Never mind it's Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, out the window. All Weird al uh, Lego is being sued over what they've done with their Queer Eye Fab Five Loft. It's got all the Fab Five boys from Queer Eye. Yeah, uh, the complaint is lodged by an artist, James Concannon, who uh, dressed a lot of Anthony, uh, a lot of Anthony's outfits uh, over season four, including his very cool leather jacket. It's got some patches on it, but it's all black and white. Like it's a really cool design. And uh, he basically says that they never got a license to use that likeness. He says that they intentionally and painstakingly copied the jacket. Which I'd say, yes, that's what Lego does, is intentionally and painstakingly copy stuff for these kind of sets. But with permission. With permission, generally, yeah. He also said, though, that Netflix uh, had to apply for a license to uh, show a lot of his work that Antony was wearing, which was quite a bit. He wore yeah. him a lot. But they didn't get the license for this jacket. Which became a viral sensation. It's just, I feel it's more of a—it's um, it, a paperwork problem. It's like it is, yeah. what's approved within the parameters yeah. of the contract probably muddy between Netflix and this designer and Lego and absolutely someone's just going to write a check both of those companies have more than that artist they're just they're going to make him happy and there's your money yeah there it's a five billion annual revenue for Lego, so I think they're doing okay. They're good now, oh, in the suit, though, he does say that Lego supposedly offered him a free Fab Five loft set, which retails for about a hundred bucks American. so you're looking one twenty nine probably in in Canada. For a six year old son to play with, but then they later revoked that offer, telling him that Lego does not give away its products for free. Ah. <laughs> Maybe Wait, that's why he got really burned. Maybe he just wanted a set, and they said, no, we're not going to do that. I think it he now. just wants a check. Maybe. Yeah, that's possible unspecified amount so far for all the damages he suffered. That's the classic one. All the damages that he suffered. It's probably a couple of million bucks. If I was Lego, I'd say here's two. Take it or we'll go to court. Two million dollars? What's two million? It's nothing to Lego. That's like a couple of bags here and there. It's true. I've probably given them that much. (laughs) They can use their profits from the backstage household alone. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. If you'd like to be part of the Help Desk easily done on virginradio.ca, go to the Jeff Laura Backstage Ben page. You can just send an email right on through that web form or contact us through socials. This under the header of the pool boy. It reads... The first summer of the pandemic, my COVID purchase was a pop-up pool, an above-ground pool. The summer was a blast. I, people, friends, family, kids used the pool a lot and had the best of times. Fast forward to pandemic summer 2.0. Pool was used a lot and by whomever asked and and wanted to. Sometimes multiple people per day. As I'm an OCD germ freak, I always cleaned and shocked the pool like it was my full-time job. Plus, skimming, cleaning, vacuuming, etc. I'm not complaining, but this is where I need help. Coming into this summer, I'm having an in-ground pool installed. And as you can imagine, it is not cheap. Neither is the upkeep, utilities, chemicals, supplies, etc. Once the pool is open and ready for enjoyment, how do I go about having these people contribute? Do I put a chemical or pool fund jar out? Do I make a pool rule? If you use it, you clean it. Mm. I am by no means a cheap individual. Okay, frugal maybe, but I don't want to give the wrong impression or come off as being cheap asking for something for using it. Well, that's kind of how you are coming off if you put a tip jar in the entrance. Yep. That'd be like having a barbecue. And having a a tip jar for the grill master. Yeah. Or a small donation to cover the meat cost. That's a tough one. I fully understand. Actually, a barbecue is a good example. If you're going to have a barbecue, sometimes it's like BYOB, BYO meat, whatever. (laughs) When you have a pool that people have started, uh, you know, it's like the community pool almost. That's a tough one. I don't know how you're not losing money by having people over, necessarily. Maybe filling up the pool a little bit here and there. Chemical costs, But you're cetera. paying that one way or another. I don't think you put extra chemicals in because there's extra people. I also don't feel like we're talking like 40 people at this yeah. pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the rotary pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the community JC. lions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lions pool. Oh, was a day. 200 kids, lots <laughs> of pee. Yeah. <laughs> I like so I I can speak to this. We have a dear friend. He and his wife they have a pool, and they are the they're the you know, they're the linchpin of a friend circle of so many. Yep. And in the summer, everyone is at their house in the pool. I would say multiple times a week. It's a, kind of unspoken that when you come over, you bring your own beverages, but you try to bring something for the host. It's also you end up barbecuing. How many times that would you add someone's... Yeah, yeah. Bring over barbecue. Can yep. I bring salads? Uh, but the other thing is, in the winter, we offset that. Again, mostly in normal times, it's, hey, come over. We're going to... We'll barbecue. We'll do some steak or we'll do burger night, whatever. That's our way to kind of give back and knowing that there's no way to fully repay that gesture of enjoying a nice pool in a hot August, you know, Thursday afternoon kind of thing. Right, for sure. I I, I think it is tacky if you leave out a tip jar. I yeah. think it's tacky if you ask for it. Here's the thing. It's that damned if you do, damned if you don't. To an extent, I would imagine if people are using it to that volume, if people are coming over all the time, would they not sometime... Ask, like, hey, is there something I could do to help? Or is mm-hmm. there, like, I don't know, I, I think asking money for pool supplies when you bought the pool yourself, yeah. you know, you're not i have got a Hey, if I'm at the, if I'm hanging out poolside, I'll grab uh, the skimmer and I'll walk around and get out. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good call. Acorns yep. and some odds and ends and that, that kind of thing. That's backstage Sarah's favorite thing to do is is yeah. skim a pool. She loves it. Yeah, get a little 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 color on your skin. I'm sure your dermatologist wouldn't love that conversation, <laughs> but it's poolside. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's all over the place, but it does. It's sing. It's like a friend with a pickup truck. Everyone is your friend when needed. I think people should repay the gesture of using the pool. Well, That's where about 1,700 texts fell in and said, well, yeah, that's the rule. You, Someone said, um, I've got a pool and my friends they and family, they bring drinks and snacks. They'll bring us a bottle or a couple of bottles of wine, knowing we're paying out of pocket to run the pool. So there's the offset. You don't have to do an LCBO run. You don't have to go get a veggie tray from the grocery store because people bring that stuff over. As the person who often comes over and takes advantage of our friend's pool. Yeah. Yeah, we do bring snacks and we bring drinks and we do all that sort of thing, but whether I'm there or not, that pool is going to be in use. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've It's never come up And nor would it ever come up That they're like Hey can you chip in For some of the chlorine (laughs) That sea pool It's gotten more expensive Can we uh, You know Do you guys want to chip in It's not I I think that people Who use your pool Are not expecting That you have built This in-ground pool For the community Yeah You've built it for yourself Agreed And this is kind of a side effect of having people over the past couple of years in the pop-up pool. Well, let's do it this way. If you let no friends or family use your pool, would you ask your partner for money?
1: No. Yeah, no exactly. The, pool, yeah. the pool's there. Yeah. It comes
0: true. with... Expenses—it comes with cost. That's that's just the way it is. Someone said that it's so tacky to have a tip jar. I have a bunch of neighbors every year begging me to come use their pools, just so they get used enough to make sure to make it uh, worthwhile to open them. And I rarely take them up on it. If you don't want people using your pool, either uninvite them or close it. Oof. Hey, we're not talking about filling that sucker in before it's in the ground, but yeah, yeah, there—it's uh, you're a few thousand bucks. I mean you a liner, four or five grand oh, when Lord, needed. Yeah. yeah. Totally understand. And yeah, if, if this is your first four A into a pool, you see a lot of those zeros and you're going, Oh boy, gulp. But to me, I feel if most of your friends, if they're good people, and you hope they are because you're your friends, they have a gauge. They're aware that you are out of pocket to run this in the summer, and it's their job in that friendship, that relationship, to do what they can. Again, bring a few things over. Mm -hmm. What can we do? Hey, tonight, we're coming over, but we're bringing all the meat, or we're we're bringing everything. We just need your barbecue, and you guys relax. Got a text saying I have a billiards table. I would like a cue chalk fund now, please. <laughs> that's just it's similar, it. though. If you have something that people like to use, I don't think it's I don't think it's right to charge them to use it. It's a fun feature of your house. You've got some companionship. Some friends coming over. If you're talking neighbor kids, you can say no if they keep asking. Yeah. Say no, not today. You know. Well, and that's just it because you don't them. also want to be the lifeguard to someone else's no, children. Sure, yeah. You've got a life and other things on the go. So you do have to put some parameters and boundaries in place. That's yeah. fair and reasonable. But I think just when it comes to finances, that's unfortunately when you just cross a little bit of that line. Based on the the input of, of everyone who's taxed it. <laughs> Someone, easy, five bucks a week for a pass. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. My station. Virgin Radio. All over the road here, but mostly in the same category. Yeah. For sure. It feels like it's something that is, it's kind of, you build it, they will come. Yeah. (laughs) It's the pool of dreams. (laughs) One that reads, we have a pool. Everyone is always at our house. We don't ask for uh, anything, but people bring over burgers to barbecue or drinks. They always clean up after themselves. Skim. Chemicals are not that expensive. And it's not an everyday thing. That's also that if you go to a real pool supply place and you talk to them about checking your water, the pH levels. Yeah, yeah. It's not insane. You're looking a few hundred bucks uh, summer to shock it. And yep, for sure. Various chemicals, that kind of thing. But we did have one text that came in that is on a bit of a uh, sort of on your side. It says, as a teen, my friend's father said, if you're not here helping with opening, you don't even put your toe in. There you go. Well, and that's the thing. Some people will pay uh, a, a pool company to come by and open and just double check yep. everything, yeah, flush yeah. the lines out. Mm-hmm. Or if you've owned a pool for quite some time, you've got that figured out. But maybe you've got the water bags around the side to, to help hold the tarp. Or even if you've got that elastic one, that, what do they call it, the elephant cover or whatever, yeah, yeah. the trampoline yeah. cover. Um, it's it's nice to have an extra hand or two. So maybe if you're that close to somebody. That's what you can do. I, I've helped my buddy Adam put his stairs in a few times. I My parents have an above ground. Yeah. I used to have to go down. Have to. I used to offer to go down <laughs> to help them. But they have a, a carport, so not a full garage, but yep. like a carport with a solar blanket on top that needs to get rolled up in the winter and unrolled for the oh, spring. Yeah. That's, that was, uh, I think, I was. they would ask me to do it until I hit a certain weight when the whole carport would start going yeah. like, <laughs> a- wobbling under my feet. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, someone said, good morning. I just tuned in uh, to start my day, and you're talking pools. I got you covered. I'm the assistant branch manager for uh, Discounter Pool and Spa Warehouse. I can offer discounts on all pool needs as we know how much pool maintenance costs. Hey, we'll follow up. Yeah, no doubt. It's The summary is... You can't ask for anything, but you do have control. It's your pool. You do control who you invite, how frequently they come over. Yeah. While it feels hard at times, you can say, nah, we've got things going on. You have to. Yep. I like this. That came in from Owen Sound just now. If you invite someone, you can't ask for things. A good host doesn't ask or expect anything. Good company offers. Yeah. Someone. Thank you. That's a good one. That's a pen drop right there. That is. If it's a matter of. After the third invite, nothing happens. Well, guess what? The fourth invite doesn't happen. Exactly. That's very true for sure. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Beat Backstage Ben. Are you up for it? Natalie sure is. She works at the historic and recently renovated beautiful Grand Theater in the heart of downtown London. Welcome, Natalie. Hello. Thanks. So we're, we're pumped, but by the end of the week, we'll get some sort of announcement in regards to reopening. You've got a ton in the lineup and... Right now, it's just a lot, a lot of practice for, uh, for, uh, for the artists that, that want to perform and do their thing. And then all those behind the scenes, well, what would you say? A lot of cleaning and just maintenance yeah. and what else to do, right? A little bit of time-killing. Yep, so, getting ready for everybody to show up. That's right. That's right. So, Can't wait. Incredibly straightforward. Natalie gets three trivia questions while well, backstage Ben is out of the room. He's just headphones off, masking up. I also have to handle the uh, the sound effects, Natalie, so there, there will be a slight delay between uh, your answer and a response. Kay. There's there's no theme today. There is one multiple choice, and I have to admit, it's, well, depending on your level of knowledge, this might be a little challenging, but we'll see. All right. Okay, so you're ready? I'm ready Benny is out of the room So here we go Question number one How many hours are there in a week? One week Is it multiple choice? 168 144 Or 188 Uh, What do you think? 188 No Oh god Bad math 168 68, Yeah I know A little trickery in here Okay Question two What fruit is normally squeezed into a margarita? Margarita. A lime? Hey, sure is. You can have a little fun too and jazz that up with a spicy margarita. Favorite of my wife. Third and final question. What part of the eye is damaged by glaucoma? Is it the cornea? (laughs) Iris. optic nerve. Oh, the optic nerve. All oh, right. Right at the back. Okay. Hey, you put one on the board. That's that's okay. That, this could lead to a tie. We'll right. see. We'll see how quick uh, Benny is with the math and the multiple choice. We'll call him back in. Benny! Benny! He's got a bit of a walk, but thankfully he's no longer near the danger stairs. That was just that's too good. much. Well, we have glass railings, and this building was built in the 50s. I can't imagine how sturdy it still is. The vanity of it. It looks lovely. But we need, uh, you know, the, the main entryway. We would, we would love to have some renovations like the Grand Theater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie ended up going uh, one for three. One for three. Okay. Multiple choice. We'll start off there. Now we can offer up some trash talk, Natalie, if that's your game. You know, just spent a little more time thinking about one of those. So. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but maybe you'll make my same mistakes. Okay. There we go. She's in your head, Benny. I, yep, she is. It's true. How many hours are there in one week? Is it 168? Yep. 144. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, that, well, this is fun. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Natalie jumped onto the 188. Because it, ju- oh. it, it sounds good, right? It's it's right there. But she she was like, oh, I mean 168. Coffee. It happens. It's something that has stuck in my head. I use it with the kids all the time. If something's a week way. Like it was down to hours for Christmas and that ah. sort of thing. Ah. 68 hours till Christmas. <laughs> question number two What fruit is normally squeezed into a margarita? Lime. Mm-hmm. You and Natalie were equals on that question. Okay, final yeah. one. Let's see if any can go for a perfect score. What part of the eye is damaged by glaucoma? His eyes are wide right now, actually. Ooh. <laughs> the iris? Oh. No, oh, not at all. It's actually your optic nerve. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there at the go. back there where a lot know. of it begins. Okay, so hey, a 2-1 loss, Natalie. That That's respectable. Like, I'll take it. That's a close game. That's why I do theater. Math is never my strong point. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, you've got the, as I say to my kids, you need to go to school to learn all the math, and then when you streamline to a certain field or career, you'll get all the important math for what you do. Yeah, I use a lot of geometry. That's right. See? There you you go. You know ticket sales. You know how full the venue is. All those (laughs) things that matter to your job. Natalie, it was a pleasure. It was uh, nice to spend a few minutes with you. We'd love to have you come on back and, and redeem yourself and play down the line with us and beat Backstage Ben. Sounds good. Thanks okay. so much. Fingers we crossed. We like hope to see you at the yes. Grand very soon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. 8% of us don't like it. I, I thought the number would be lower, to be honest. Who does not like popcorn? I don't know a single person who doesn't like popcorn. I know people who need, like... You can't have just, like, plain dry popcorn. A hundred percent. If you are the unbuttered microwave popcorn, I... What's wrong with your palate? I accidentally got the, like, healthy version of microwave popcorn. You can still judge that up. Well, we did. Yeah, we had to because (laughs) it is... (laughs) You know what? There is one use for it, and that is back in the day when you used to string that up and put that around the Christmas tree. But otherwise, no salt, no butter on popcorn. It does not make sense. But 92% of people in North America love popcorn. Shocker, National Popcorn Day. And we don't acknowledge a lot of those national days of. No, it's true. But I wanted to share something. So one night, well, low on, on treats and snacks, but having a fire, and it was like, what do I do? Ooh, popcorn. Okay, what can I do? So I ended up doing... Three variations. Where one, I just did the traditional movie popcorn. So that is your own butter. It's got to be real butter. Don't like margarine. Agreed. Look, if, if that's your your option in life and you go to it, not judging. Just saying butter is meant to be on popcorn, as is salt. You want to do a nice little blend, shake it up, mix it, boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. The best thing you could do is if you have an old chocolate bar, you've got a little bit of something, even baker's chocolate. So put it in a Ziploc bag, rolling pin or crush it, it, smash it as best you can. And then you want to get that almost to a powder or dust like chocolate. Or if you have just, again, I I only had Baker's chocolate, which again, isn't typically super sweet. So what I did was I got out a grater and I grated the chocolate shavings onto the popcorn and then I mixed it in, but then I drizzled a little bit of honey on top. And Ooh. then still put a little salt on there. Ooh, sweet and savory. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a smash hit. In fact, ended up making multiple bowls. But honey, it like it, when I'm talking just a, the slightest of drizzles, barely enough to, to come out of that, oh, that bottle. I like it, though. Yeah. It worked because it was a bonding agent and kept all the yummy flavors and extra ingredients on it. Next level. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still up for a, a caramel corn. I love that double dip caramel corn. Caramel, oh, definitely. I'll call it what yeah. it is. Apologies. Chicago style. Which, I, here's my thing. The, you have to do so much work in that bag. I feel there's always too much cheese and not enough caramel. There's no such thing. It but honestly, way. it was a couple of years until I actually read the back of the bag where it said, please shake before opening. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, did, I was just opening it. And think of it the heavier popcorn does sink to the bottom and sure. transit. It gets so that's, shuffled around. Yeah, that's the that caramel little, corn. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, complete not a rookie move. I'm only thinking the, the 8% of people that don't enjoy it has to be when the kernels are between your teeth. That is terrible. That is an unfortunate side effect from one of the best foods out there. And or if you're doing the just the bag style, that you don't do it long enough and you have too many kernels in the bottom or you go too far, 10 seconds too far microwave popcorn and it's done. That's if, true. It's, that it's burnt. always tricky. So you've got to really have a good relationship with your microwave to uh-huh. ensure. My favorite thing is I have never seen... A bag of microwave popcorn that doesn't say do not use the popcorn button on your microwave. (laughs) That's the most useless button on anything. The popcorn button does not work on your microwave to the point where microwave bags say do not use that button. Thank you. Someone does not like so they've given us the backstory. They associate it with going to the fair when they were younger because they would get sick from the rides. Too much at once sort of thing. Aaron, well I understand. I think... With maybe a therapy session or two You can get past that You need to, yep we need to set Erin up with some gourmet popcorn so she can really get past the plain yeah, chain. Because, yeah, sometimes you go to a fair or something out where they don't have a lot of uh, amenities and you're just going to get dry, day-old, um, clear garbage bag popcorn. You need some, get it. Uh, you need some Pop Notch from Snack City in St. Thomas. That is some gourmet stuff. I didn't know that was oh, a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Teresa with a nice note saying, here's an idea. Obviously, she's tried it and had some success. Salt, butter, and real maple syrup. Hell. I might try that this weekend, I think you should. Thank you. I think you should. For you 8%ers out there, this isn't a shame thing, but I feel collectively we can all help you with some great suggestions. We can get through this together. A hundred percent. If we're not here to help one another, what the hell are we doing? Exactly. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio.